Welcome to the Policy Vets Podcast, engaging with leaders, scholars, and strong voices to fill a void in support of policy development for America's veterans. Now, here are your hosts, former Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Dr. David Shulkin, and former Executive Director of the American Legion, Lou Chelley. And welcome to the very first Policy Vets Podcast. If you're joining us today, I, and I'll bet you share our passion for helping veterans. So, so let's jump right in. And I, I guess it's sort of strange that you and I would be getting together and starting an organization and launching a podcast. Yeah, Lou, it sounds like that old joke, a former American Legion executive and a former secretary of the VA and a bunch of leaders in the veteran community walk into a bar. <laughs> Does the world really need another podcast? Oh, Lou, I really doubt they need a podcast, another one, but we're here actually today for something much bigger than that. We're introducing this podcast to talk about the formation of policy vets. Uh, okay. So let me ask you again. I mean, does the world really need another veteran service organization? I mean, the IRS records over 45,000 organizations to help veterans, and VA alone recognizes a 1,000 of those. Yeah, Lou, I think that's a really good question. There are so many amazing organizations working out there on behalf of veterans, but Policy Vets is different. I think it's meant to fill a void where there isn't really an organization today. If we want to make the best policy for our veterans, we need to bring together the leaders of those organizations into one place and tap into those tremendous resources that are out there but are really fragmented. And when these leaders come together that have worked on veteran causes, who have worked in the VA, the Department of Defense, have worked in Congress, you can really get a powerful group that can make a difference. All right. Well, you know, I've been around Washington a long time, and, and when organizations form, they usually have a political angle of some type. You know, they're either left-leaning or right-leaning, or they want to privatize or don't want to privatize VA. And, you know, I, I know you and I have talked about this, you know, but, but let's get it right out there in the open for everyone. Yeah, Lou, uh, you and I have talked about this. I think both of us believe when it comes to helping veterans – this has to be done without politics, and it requires a big tent. And so Policy Vets is deliberately intended to bring a diversity of opinions and perspectives that include Democrats, Republicans, anybody else. We have no political leanings. Our only purpose is to ensure good policies for veterans. You know, you and I agree. And, you know, and I guess it's good that you were first confirmed unanimously by the U.S. Senate when you were undersecretary under the Obama administration and, and confirmed 100 to zero by the Senate as a secretary in the Trump administration. I, I think that's the only cabinet secretary that can say that they were they were confirmed 100 to zero. Well, you know, Lou, it's just because I don't believe that politics has a role in helping support our veterans. I, in fact, I remember when I left office, uh, John Tester made some remarks publicly, and he said, you know, I've worked closely with David for several years now, and I couldn't tell you to this day if he's a Democrat or Republican. And I said to him, I said, Senator, that's perfect. It has to be that way when you're working on behalf of veterans. Speaking of leaving office, tell me a little bit about that. What have you been doing since you left as secretary? Well, when I left, Lou, I left... Uh, 
by presidential tweet one evening. So I really didn't have much time to plan. I didn't even know it was possible to be fired by tweet at that time. Now, of course, uh, we recognize that that's happened many times. But I wanted to continue advocating for veterans. And the first thing I did was to write a book about why it's essential that our country support our veterans, why we need a strong VA, and also why public service is so important. So I've been working with organizations that support veterans. Uh, currently, I'm the acting chairman of the board of Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America. I work with a number of other organizations. That really led me and you to talking about the need to have a think tank for veterans. So why policy vets? Well, the idea behind policy vets is that once you've served, whether either in the military or in public service as an elected official or a government employee, a political employee, you really don't stop wanting to serve even after you leave your post. And when you leave your official duties, you leave with a wealth of experience and knowledge about how the system works. But there's not any natural place to apply that. And so Policy Vets lets people who have served continue to serve veterans. And that's why I'm so pleased to serve as the first chair of the board of Policy Vets. You know, I can really relate to that. I mean, the reason that I wanted to form Policy Vets was along the same lines. And I found that, you know, after 20 years of serving veterans, I got to know this space very well. And what I've learned is that there is no central meeting place where the veteran service organizations, veteran stakeholders, even the VA, you know, can get together in a room and, and just openly, without uh, any sort of, of political pressure, just talk about different issues and, and just bring that raw data so that they can bring evidence to the table and everyone can evaluate it on a fair and equal footing. So as executive director of Policy Vets, Lou, I know we've just been in existence for a really short period of time, but tell me about some of the others that have joined Policy Vets. Uh, you know, it's just been a few weeks. This is a runaway train. We already have over 70 top leaders in the veteran space. We have three former secretaries of VA. We have three former chairs of congressional oversight committees. We have other congressmen and women. We have a four-star general. Uh, you know, we have former undersecretaries of health and benefits, former currents and heads of the major veteran service organizations, the American Legion, PBA, DAV, Wounded Warrior Project. You know, we and so many others who have distinguished themselves, and we just, we just know that it's, it's an amazing group of people who all want to come together and do good work. Yeah. What type of issues, Lou, do you think that Policy Vets is going to focus on? So Congress, the administration, and others will ask policy vets to bring its members' expertise to the table and help ensure that policy is sensible, rational, and makes sense for veterans. And at a national forum, we'll be able to take into the right experiences and provide that help. Policy vets will also take a deep look at a number of different issues, and we'll publish our findings on things like burn pits and veteran suicide, um, you know, equitable treatment of veterans across the spectrum of VA, benefits, memorial affairs. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's a never-ending offering of different issues 
that congressional members and, and the Department of Veterans Affairs and the administration are going to be bringing up and need good, solid research for. Yeah, Lou, I'm glad you mentioned about improving care for mental health. The veteran suicide issue has been such an important issue. And unfortunately, we're just not making the progress that we need. And I agree with you. We certainly have to tackle the issue of burn pits and other issues where veterans are still looking for help years after they've returned from service. All right, Lou, I'm going to ask you the question now that I'm sure all of our viewers have in their minds. Sounds like a big organization, Policy Vets. Where, where are you getting all the money? Who's funding this? Who's behind this group? Yes, you know, so we've applied for 501c3 nonprofit status with the IRS, and we're all volunteers. No one's getting paid right now. We don't have outside money. You know, we do plan to get advertisers for things like this podcast and, you know, sponsors for roundtables, you know, but the proceeds will go to support the organization. I, I've got a day job. I know you've got a day job. Um, I just think that it's it's really better when people want to do this because it's a calling and not because it's a profession. So there's no big money, dark money lurking behind this organization, Lou? <laughs> no dark money, no bright money. There's no money at all. <laughs> okay, good. So it sounds like people trying to do the right thing. So how do people learn more about Policy Vets? I mean, it's easy. We were really lucky to get the domain name. Just go to policyvets.org. You know, see what we're up to. Keep listening to these podcasts. We're going to have guests that are interesting and amazing people and really well versed in this space. You know, the movers and the shakers in the field. So, you know, keep listening. Send us your ideas and, and suggestions. We really do want to hear from our listeners about issues that Policy Vet should be taking on and others that would like to hear from us on this podcast. So contact us at policyvets.org. Until next time, signing off, Lou Chelly and David Shulkin. Thanks for listening to the Policy Vets podcast. For more information about projects and other podcasts, go to policyvets.org.